Hello and welcome to the Nurses for Healthy Environments podcast. I'm Beth Shank, host, but today we launch a special series, the Climate Justice Series, in which we showcase actions nurses are taking around the globe to address climate justice for people and our planet. Today's host is Dr. Robin Evans-Agnew, a public health nurse, school nurse, and faculty member at the University of Washington, Tacoma. He is interviewing nurse Joanna Law, practicing nurse and master student in Alberta, Canada. Joanna has surveyed green teams in healthcare facilities across Canada to understand the makeup of green teams, nurses' roles, and ideas for future development. Let's get started. We have with us today Joanna Law. She's a student, a nursing student from Canada, a member of the uh, Canadian Association for Nurses for the Environment, and she's been doing a really cool project looking uh, on uh, the, called the Green Team Project. So I, I've only known a little bit about what green teams are doing, but they, they're harking on a tradition of uh, greening our hospitals. Um, and I'm wondering whether we could, Joanna, you could just introduce yourself and just talk a little bit about what you have done with the Green Team Project. Absolutely. Yes. I'm. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, so basically, I started with I am an RN and I've been working in critical care and addictions and mental health for the last 10 years. And there's when I really noticed how much waste is happening, especially in critical care, because when you need something, you need it now. And so, so much waste. Um, and so that kind of got me thinking and I looked into it and, oh, you know, you can start a green team. But it seemed like a rather formidable uh, process, especially in the political environment where I live. Um, and so I decided to go into my master's studies to understand more, to better prepare myself, how to engage with policymakers, how to um, basically just to deep dive into the issues of healthcare and uh, making it more sustainable. And so that's when I had the opportunity to do a practicum placement with the Canadian Association of Nurses for the Environment, or CANE. And they said, you know, what we're really looking for is to develop a national picture of Canadian green teams. And they okay. said, run with it. So, so, so wait, you've got to back up just a little bit because there was something that you said that I just got to jump on. You said it's it's you realize that you were walking into a kind of a political quagmire or a political situation. S speak more about that. Why, why is greening our hospitals political? Why, what, 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 why doesn't everybody just want to do it? Of course, right? Well, I live in Alberta, Canada. Uh -huh. uh, so for those of you don't, who don't know, it's a highly, uh, it's a fairly, con it's the, the Texas of Canada, they say. Okay. It's, it's quite conservative. We are main. Um, a lot of horses, ranches. Oil and gas. Oil and gas. There you go. It is that sounding a lot like Texas. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yes. So a uh, big oil and gas province. Um, and so there's not, there's a bit of a battle for environmental environmentally friendly things, things that do not necessarily promote the oil and gas industry. Okay. So every time you start talking about climate change, everybody's going, you're trying to get rid of our, our, our lifeblood here, which is oil and gas industry and jobs and et cetera, et cetera, right? That kind exactly. Of stuff. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, and the other thing is that also, uh, it's not just with the political environment, then it's also your population. So they always talk about how nurses is the largest um, 
population within healthcare. Yeah. But we're also yeah. just part of the general population. There's so many of us. So there's a diverse perspectives within nursing sometimes too. Uh, right. And in conservative states, as you know, in Texas, nurses will, will, will tend to be just as conservative as, as they are as part of the general members of the population. Absolutely. Not that everything about being conservative, but just specifically with sure. climate change in the environment. And then additionally, the way our provincial health system runs a little bit different because we have public health care here. So in Alberta, we actually have a province wide health authority. Okay. So okay. it is a bit more engaged into, in my opinion, engaged into the politics of the province versus if you had, you know, private entities. Okay. So if one thing, so with a system, you're going to try and make a change at the system level, it's going to affect everybody. So the, there's greater burden of responsibility and more hurdles to jump through to actually enact that change. 100%. So, so you walk into this project as a master's student, you say, you roll up your sleeves, you say, I'm going to do it. And your job is to try and connect all of these green projects across Canada together to do an inventory of them. Is that, is that right? Basically, yes. So I connected with, there's another organization called the, um, the Canadian Coalition for Green Healthcare. Uh-huh. And so they specifically work with healthcare authorities and hospitals with sustainability measures. And they were very, very helpful um, in, in getting me connected with a lot of uh, green teams. Unfortunately, this also happened during the pandemic. Yeah. And so as healthcare providers, a lot of these green teams either were kind of on hold or just the people who were running them had different priorities at the moment. So I can't fault them for that. I wish there had been a bit more participation, but I did get to speak to quite a few different uh, different teams across the country, which was really exciting. So big pregnant question inside all of this, how well are nurses represented on these green teams? Not that well. No way. Really? Yes. So there just because was... <laughs> they're dealing with medical waste all the time. They're working with at risk patients all the time. OK, yes. I'll just calm down a little bit. <laughs> Carry on. So I, I think the thing with green teams and I mean, you, you'll see this in patient care to provide good patient mm -hmm. care. You need to have everybody on board, nurses and otherwise. But um, yeah, I found a lot of the green team leaders were either physicians, facilities management, project managers, um, that type of thing. There were usually there was some nursing representation somewhere within the green team which I would imagine, and I didn't specifically ask about this, but is really important in terms of the implementation. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because nurses are more on the front line. They're going to be uh, more in contact with the places to put this stuff or the places to advocate for practice change to incorporate ways to reduce waste, right? I mean, that, is that, that's the ultimate kind of goal inside green teams, yes. right? Exactly. And there were a few green teams that were completely nurse led um, and they dealt more specifically just with like waste management. Oh, OK. Whereas the other green teams would do things like retrofitting boilers, solar panels, like more of the facility side thing, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. 
So in terms of in terms of waste management, though, are you talking about waste management in terms of organizing people to uh, work on reducing waste? What is waste management as it's sort of in your definition of waste management? So I guess it would really be about reducing, uh, re recycling, reusing. Okay. Uh, and then making sure sorted waste goes to the right places. So for example, um, there's one nurse who was, she did a lot of signage. She spoke, she worked very closely with the um, waste management facilities at her hospital to make sure that they had the right bins to make sure that um, exactly what is recyclable. Wow, okay. So, so then, um, so waste management involves that these teams come together. So what did you, what was, what, what was your ultimate finding after bringing all of this inventory together? Where, where does nursing need to go? Where are the gaps? What are the action steps? I mean, I think nursing has a real opportunity to help with the translation of these sustainable policies into practice and in the development of those policies because nursing is gonna, they're, we're kind of the bridge whether it's with patient care or in sustainable practice. Yeah. So right in patient care, let's say for a patient meal, mm -hmm. you're the bridge between the patient and making sure you have the right physician's orders, the right uh, supplies, the right meal gets delivered, right? You're kind of that in-between yeah. person. Yeah. And so same thing with sustainability work, right? If you, again, if you looked at a patient meal, you're still that in-between of mm -hmm. making sure that like, if you were doing it in a, not necessarily as a bedside nurse, but making sure for the patient meal, you want to supply your meals locally. Right. You want to be use compostable tableware, that kind of thing. Um, so I think in terms of like implementation, yeah, nursing is extremely important. And then aside from bedside nursing, I think nurse managers, nurse leaders have um, incredible opportunity to actually be a leader, leader within sustainable healthcare. So there was a nurse I spoke with, what, I forget, she, was some, she was a facility director, I think at that point. So okay, she worked yes. Her way up and right. she's actually in my province, which was quite exciting for me. Um, and she, they're doing really great work around like circular economies, all that kind of stuff. What's a circular economy? <laughs> a little bit. I love these interviews because I get to find out so much more about these words I know nothing about. What's a circular economy? Well, I'm no expert, but basically, you work with the supplier um, for to make sure that the product is being reused as much as possible. So there's okay. certain types of products that typically we would just throw out. Um, but this hospital is working with the producer around potentially like refurbishing them, reusing them, and also um, basically keeping it in the cycle of use as long as possible before you have to throw it out. Okay. And, and scale-wise, just in terms of for those of you, for those of you, our listening audience who, who never knew that hospitals cause any kind of waste at all, what what is the waste and carbon footprint problem with hospitals and healthcare systems. What, what, has anybody put a number on it? I mean, they have. So there's a report from Healthcare Without Harm and a ROOP, 
and they it's a couple years old now but basically if you take it all of healthcare globally and pretended it was a country it would be the fifth largest producer of greenhouse gases no way fifth largest producer of greenhouse gases and the path towards getting that reduction is definitely political right and it takes what you've been teaching me is it takes it takes nurses at at all levels of leadership to really be able to kind of grapple with that absolutely so so here's the here's the climate justice question right because this is a climate justice agenda that we're writing and i'm sure that as a nurse you sort of you talked about you worked in addictions you worked in in critical care right so you worked with definitely people who had vulnerabilities uh, uh black brown people of color uh people who are adversely affected by climate change how does that how does that factor into the conversations around greening hospitals? How does the diversity, equity, and, and, and inclusion conversations, how does that factor into uh, what you're seeing that's working out on the ground? I don't think it does enough, to be honest. Really? Really? Yeah. So this so this is maybe another, so this is something that green teams should be working towards. Absolutely. I think it's, I think they've kind of, I, I this one thing I've actually found about a lot of environmental work. It's quite siloed. So, yeah. um, one person might be working on something in this area and then someone works on some in this area and they don't really know about each other and they don't really talk about each other. So it almost seems to me like diversity, inclusion, and like marginalized population issues right. almost have its own silo. And then yeah. sustainability issues has its own silo. So I haven't heard, I mean, I'm aware that this is an issue. And of course, people who are producing healthcare systems that are producing the least amount of greenhouse gases are often in areas globally that are most affected, right? If you look okay. at- Okay, yeah, okay. So it's already, so already those, those hospital, those healthcare systems in frontline communities are probably producing the least, but they're suffering the greatest effects, right? Absolutely. And if we look at like um, healthcare in, in a lot of first world countries are much more resource intense. Yeah. Typically, right? Right. So they're also producing. Yeah. More of the greater, greater things. What is I it? What, what does it work in? How does it work in terms of decision making? Right. In terms of. Uh, hospital care, uh, participation of uh, diversity inside teams. Did you see anything, any, any differences in the groups that you looked at? Did you, did you uh, see any difference in terms of uh, composition of teams? You've seen it in terms of professions, but was, it, was there any other teams that were doing sort of like hard work to involve indigenous nurses or, or other, uh, other groups like that? Or that's really, that's part of the silo problem. There was one, I think. I can't quite remember exactly, but I think there was one that did some, had a consultation with um, an Indigenous expert on, I don't know if it was plants. Nice. I can't, I can't quite remember, but there was one. But no, that's typically, I have not noticed that to be um, part of the conversation. Now, that being said, I have noticed that some of these teams are diverse. Uh -huh. in terms of either by gender or race, culture, there, there is some diversity there. 
Right. Um, also, depending where you are, like there are yeah. certain areas of Canada that are more diverse to begin with. Right. So, but no, unfortunately, I feel like that is one aspect of the sustainability movement that I don't see as prominent as it perhaps should be. Isn't that interesting? And I'm wondering whether when you talk about silos, I'm wondering whether people just go, okay, hospital waste, that's a hospital waste problem. That's not a diversity, equity, inclusion problem. That's not a social justice problem. But the way you've explained it to me, you've helped me realize that it's actually, it's part of the whole web. It's part of the whole system. And especially if you're thinking about um, privileged hospitals or privileged healthcare systems versus underprivileged healthcare systems or frontline healthcare systems, uh, there, there are uh, vast inequities. Makes me really want to get involved with um, nurses who are working in some of those frontline health systems to kind of ask them what they're thinking about, how they're adopting uh, re reduce, reuse, recycle methodologies and other things like that. Um, the circular, what do you call the circular, um, uh, circular, yeah, that's circular economies. So uh, where, where are you going to go next? What are you going to do next with all of this? You're almost finishing your master's degree. What's going to happen next to Joanna Law? You know, I'm, I'm not sure. I definitely, I feel like through this work, it's kind of given me some of the, the knowledge, not just uh, specifically about greening things, but about how to go about things. And in my own, I'm still, I'm still working to fund my education. So I yeah. have been able to even just small changes, right? So on one of my units right now, they're actively working on getting recycling bins because even though the, our hospital recycles, our most units just simply don't have the bins. Like wow. it's that simple, wow. but they wow. just don't have it and nobody's worried about it, right? Um, so, so, the, so the political, so you learn political skills in, in this process in other in another in other words you you went to some committee somewhere and you said we're bringing bins in to my unit and we'll get that's going to start on friday right i mean you have to do that eventually right you have to you have to get, gain your voice for this work right exactly and i for me doing my masters was a way for me to to find my voice yeah. if that makes sense i've always been kind totally. of a person i need to know enough before i speak and everybody is different, but that's how I am. So for me, it was about preparing myself to better engage with the system. So I still have a year left. Um, I'm hoping to do some more work, research work into green teams, because there isn't a lot of research involving green teams. There's not a lot of information that we have. I don't know how it is in the States, but I actually haven't seen a ton of research out of the state no. on that. Again, it's this corner of work that is uh, has been largely in managerial it sounds like in managerial custodial kind of circles and not necessarily in the in the in the journals and the healthcare journals that that, that we're reading so um wow this is exciting stuff joanna and and i'm just i i feel like i feel like the the lid's been raised off of me in terms of, of a little bit more in terms of how deep these these groups could go because once they've once, they be, once you begin on changing a hospital system to make it more sustainable, that introduces all new kinds of questions that you could be asking about what sustainability is, right? Uh, beyond, uh, beyond the recycling, right? Or beyond the use of heavy equipment. It could, it could also include uh, better ways to uh, 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 employ staff and better ways to uh, have nursing positions to do different things. It, it, it could revolutionize the way we do healthcare. 
could it could it is is it more is it more uh is is it a way to kind of reduce the amount of hospital stays that people are having? Is it a way to kind of get to to erode the hospital industrial complex? Some is that also what makes you politically unpopular inside inside a gas and oil state and also the 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 the, the hospital industry in our capitalist world? Um, <laughs> yeah. I you know, they do say that that green lives are healthy lives. So if you're doing active transportation, yeah, that's good for you. If you're eating, I'm not saying only plant only plants, but plant based is healthier for you as well. So there's a lot of overlap between, you know, would we have less type two diabetes, which is such a major drain on our healthcare system, and on our population, people are for suffering, sure. Right? Yeah. And so you know, if we were, if we had better bike infrastructure, for example, my hospital, actually, I don't know the process that went around this occurring, but they installed a better bike cage with huh. tools inside. They've got a pump inside. It's like, it's much more secure than the old one. So building better infrastructure for your staff. Now more people are riding their bikes, right? So it's, it's exciting. It's a ton of stuff, but I do think that greener communities would be healthier communities too, right? And healthcare is part of your community. That's just wonderful. Well, uh, thank you very much, Joanna. Anything else that you wanted to say to the to the listening public about this work and about the importance of it before we go? Yeah, I think, I mean, this is something I've kind of had to talk to myself about, but never, never forget the power of your own volition. And in, sometimes it's small conversations it's um, it and it and it the effect of it will echo on. So you might have a couple of small conversations, and two years later, someone else comes into it, and something becomes of it. So it's easy to feel discouraged, but you know, don't don't forget how much power you do have. Never forget the power of your own volition. Folks, you hear it, heard it here at first. This is Joanna Law. Thank you, Joanna. You've been listening to uh, a People and Planet uh, podcast for uh, Nurses Agenda for Global Climate Justice. Thanks very much. So interesting to hear about Joanna's study and deep dive into nursing roles in greening healthcare. Arguably an important practice consideration and one with clear climate justice impacts. Thank you to Dr. Evans Agnew for the invigorating and insightful interview. Please join us again for the climate justice series of the podcast. Check us out at envirn.org and please subscribe, comment, and share so more people can hear about the great work like Joanna's. Talk to you next time.